Welcome back to the True Transformation Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome for the first time. Appreciate you jumping on and checking this out. My name is Josiah Novak, and I'm the author of Diet Suck, as well as the owner and founder of the truetransformation.com. Today's podcast is something a little different. I sat down with good friend Chase Tuning of the Ever Forward Radio Podcast and the owner of Ever Forward. Chase is a longtime friend now in the industry. And he's a phenomenal podcaster. We actually connected a while back uh, through podcasting. And Chase and I used to live very close to each other. But recently, he's moved from the East Coast, where I am, to the West Coast. And we got a chance to catch up when he visited family back here on the East Coast. Originally, we were going to do two separate podcasts. But we figured, why not sit down and talk about a topic that we get asked about on a frequent basis, which is how would we start a podcast now if we don't really have any connections, if we don't have any big-time people to get on our show, or if we're having trouble reaching out and getting people to jump on our podcast, how would we attack that and what would we do differently now that we've been podcasting for a few years? So we sat down and we dove into this topic of what would we do if we were starting from scratch? And I think you'll find that there's some valuable lessons, even if you're not a podcaster, if you're just someone who's trying to improve their life or improve their career or make connections or network or just take their life to another level in certain parts and want a game plan or just some insight in how we would attack an opportunity for growth. So first and foremost, be sure to go check out Chase. Uh, His podcast is phenomenal, the Ever Forward Radio Show. And connect with him on Instagram, at Chase Tuning. He's a really good follow, great person, great great guy. And if you are someone looking to start a podcast, he's a phenomenal resource. I know he's kicking off his podcasting network and he's building a uh, infrastructure to help new podcasters as well as existing podcasters take their show to the next level. So be sure to check that out. Just another reminder, if you haven't grabbed our Look Good Naked guide, now's the time to do it. If you go to lookgoodnaked.co, that's lookgoodnaked.co, we have an entire blueprint on helping you get started on your health and fitness journey to reach the goals that you have, to look the way you want to look, feel the way you want to feel, and improve your longevity and health as you go forward. So go check it out, lookgoodnaked.co. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's show with my good friend, Chase Tuning. Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. Cool, man. What's up, dude? (laughs) This is like... This is the best podcast setup I think I've been in yet. This is actually pretty dope, yeah. We just have that lovely awkward transition of we we we've been hanging out all day and then have to act like you're just coming on, but um, well, I'm, I am a guest in your uh, in your studio here, so that, it's kind of new. It's a, it's a new a new uh, scene. This works out well actually. Uh, so we're in my in laws' basement, floor to ceiling, pretty much Persian rugs, uh, because Persian things. It's great for uh, soundproofing, dude. This will sound really good. This sounds actually yeah no I this is great because. The, the setting is also very, um, it's like royalty, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's like trinkets and there's act, literally a treasure chest over there. Look in the corner. Yeah. Way dude. back over there. Man, if people could only see where we are right now, this is, uh, this is dope. This is, uh, yeah, if we were um, back in LA, uh, I'd have my, my video guy. We'd actually get the full 
Persian experience, but uh, they'll just have to settle for our Instagram. Just, stories just go right to now. your local Persian rug market, <laughs> sit around for about five minutes, you'll get the idea. Yeah, just put a couple of microphones, boom. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but Josiah, man, welcome. We're gonna do like a like a yeah, dual Chase. Welcome to my hangout. show too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> I haven't actually. I don't know if I've ever done uh, an interview like this where we're basically just saying, "Hey, we're we're combining our podcast in one." Mm-hmm. We're like Thanos right now. We have all the the stones. We do. Yeah. yeah. We're we're just combining our powers, man. Just don't snap during because one of us might disappear. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know what's weird though is like I do honestly ninety nine point nine percent of my podcast virtually. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I found, and this is something like a lesson for anybody who's like trying to be really good at whatever they're into, right? I found that when I'm face to face, I'm more uncomfortable. Really? Than being in front of a computer screen. What's that about? Well, I think it's because, you know what? Honestly, I I don't know (laughs) because I'm still face-to-face with a person, right? But (laughs) This just got real, real fast. Yeah, (laughs) wow. So we went from, yeah. No, so (laughs) the thing is, though, there's a different uh, comfort level when you're able to pick up on someone's entire body language, right, in front of them. Okay, yeah. So. You know, I'm I'm right here with you. Like we're we're in the same spot. I can read everything about what you're saying. And not to say like I feel uncomfortable with you per se, but when I have done podcasts uh, physically in person with someone, I yeah. notice that there's a different level of comfort. Um, and maybe it's because you know, like when I'm in front of my computer, I typically have uh, notes, you know, questions that I'm going to ask. It's like a, right, like home turf. Yeah, it's home turf. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Home field advantage. I don't know? even do sports, and I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're. That was actually a pretty good one. I got one guy analogy in here, so we're good for the rest of the show. <laughs> like one, you just you just went straight alpha. Um, but yeah, no, that's home field turf. Yeah. Um, and I, I notice whenever I've been on other studios or face to face stuff, I have a, a almost a warming up phase, right? Okay, yeah. Which is which is funny. It's yeah. just interesting because someone comes onto my show. I wonder if when people jump onto our show, if they have that same kind of early jitters yeah. right and then they're like oh, okay i'm good i've noticed that too since uh since being in california vast majority of my interviews now are in person mm. and i've noticed um it's very obvious to me the people who are used to that and who aren't uh or maybe it's just because you are in person you can kind of pick up on like slight nerves or something yeah it's maybe easier to to kind of mask or like not be visible remotely but um I, i'll actually say only a couple people have been kind of I can tell they're obviously nervous. Sure. Um, and plus, you know, I've got it's you know we're doing it live, and then it's I've got like two cameras and another guy there, so it's different than I guess maybe just hopping on a Zoom call or something. But um, overall, actually, I, I've been loving it. Oh no, yeah. I actually love uh, the in-person interactions when whenever possible. Yeah. Right. But unfortunately, well, no, I shouldn't say unfortunately. Fortunately, with technology, we can connect anywhere True. on the planet, right? Yeah. Um, but when I do have the opportunity to sit down and actually have a conversation on a podcast face to face. I notice it is different, which is cool. Yeah. Like it's something that I I want to I want to grasp onto and actually, you know, do more in person stuff because I think it's an opportunity for for to connect with people on an even better level. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, if I can ask the first question. Yeah. Since this is now it's our I mean, you've show. already done one crazy <laughs> analogy, so you might as well. Sports. <laughs> but um this so there's like a new friend of mine, um friend of a friend. And she's launched a podcast, uh, Alexis, shout out if you listen to this. And she actually posed a really good question that I'm just now realizing I'm being a terrible friend and I haven't replied to her text in like two days. Um, 
She's like you're so successful. <laughs> but like, think back to Can't like text anymore. I know, right? I'm that guy that I'm, I'm like. <laughs> you're no one's that busy. It shouldn't take you 48 hours. I have to. Wow, say I really suck. <laughs> I really suck. All right, after this interview, I'll reply to her. <laughs> but she brought up. I mean, she's new to the podcast platform, and let's just say maybe someone's listening and they're not a podcaster, right? But like, they're starting something new, whatever. Sure. Uh, and it's easier, like you're saying nowadays, to kind of do that remotely. But her question was kind of centered around relationship development, which is exactly what you and I were kind of talking a lot about at lunch. Yeah. Uh, of like, yes, it's we'll say it's easier this day and age to connect with someone for your project, your podcast, your collab, your mm. whatever, uh, to ask questions, interview. But she wants to go above and beyond. She wants to have that relationship building. And you and I, I think, have done a really good job of kind of integrating that into our workflow. Um, sure. Because, I mean, Quick backstory, Josiah and I, we're pretty much like the exact same person. Like, yeah, we have so much like, in common. Like so, so, so much. I'll, I'll make sure in my show list our first interview together and you guys oh, can nice. actually hear all that yeah. for sure. But uh, so how would you? How do you go about relationship building for your guests and just oh, man, yeah. personal professional growth? Because it is so much more than just like tagging someone in an email follow-up, right? Sure. Oh, dude. Yeah. Relationships. Um, it's funny because if you asked me this when I first started, um, I think the environment in the podcast world has changed a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because there's so many people now who have a, <laughs> who have a podcast. Like everybody wants to have a podcast. That's cool. Like, you know, it's good. Come on board. It brings yeah. attention yeah. to the, the podcasting realm and we're, we're taking over radio. Like, you know, we're, we're going to be the, the radio guys now, which is cool. But, um, initially when I started, um, you know, I was just asking like, Hey, you know, come on my podcast. I want to hear about your story. I want to get your, your, your story out there. I want my audience to hear you. Same. And, uh, you know, my relationship building was literally ask <laughs> to come on my show, uh, get them on my show, say thank you and follow up with them and all that stuff. Now, um, I think people have their guard up a little bit more. Um, yes. You know, yeah, we talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I, I actually thought about it after we talked about it because I, I said there's an environment uh, of takers online these days. You know, I get messages from I don't know if it's a bot or if it's a real person or what, you know, asking for things left and right. Like, hey, you know, would you promote this person's book on your show? Would you do this? Would you do that? And a lot of it is coming from an energy of just wanting to take something from us. Right. Um, and so I always say, hey, look, if you want to stand out, like if you want to build a quality relationship with somebody, um, do the opposite. Do the opposite of what everybody else seems to be doing, which is just trying to you know, clout chase, basically, yeah, yeah. right? That, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to ride the coattails of someone who's made it, supposedly, and they want to be your friend just because they think you're going to do something If for I them. could just get a shout-out. Right. If me, I, yeah. yeah, you could just link me up with somebody. Yeah. Right, tag me. Um, so I'll, I'll share a quick story that happened recently. I, I don't know. Actually, he probably won't care if I mention his name, but um, I reach out all the time to people that I find interesting that I think could help my show, um, but also people who I find commonality with, right? People that yeah, I think yeah. have good values and whatnot. Same, yeah. And one of the things I do with uh, relationship building is um, one of the first interactions I have with someone, I want them to, to know right off the bat, like, hey, look, man, you know, full transparency. Yeah, I want you on my show because you have a really good following, but I really like your message. And by the way, um, I've done my homework, yeah, right? Yeah. I know some of the things you're about. I know these are the products that you have. I know, like, this is what you're doing right now. I know it's, more than just your follower number. Exactly. Yeah. It shows, like, in a, in a crowded space, it shows that you've taken the time, 
you give a shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, enough to the point where like you're not just coming and saying, "Oh my god, you have five hundred thousand Instagram followers. Will you be on my show?" Yeah. Like, or "Oh my god, you have abs. Like, could you come on my show?" Like, to to that person, they're getting that like left and right, right? So the front end, making sure you're leading with the fact that you know I give a shit and mm-hmm. being a little bit transparent too of like, "Hey man, like you have a really big following. I know that my audience, my following would." love to hear about your stuff and um you know selfishly i'd love to just pick your brain for an hour right like to learn more about your business and what you're doing um so i had a story of that started off like that with a guy named ryan fisher who uh is the owner of um chalk uh, crossfit chalk Chalk, big big brand uh and he's uh got a top podcast um the he's a part of shrug collective his show is called uh i think it's chalk radio right yeah Yeah. uh chalk radio yeah so he's he's a part of a a in the shrug collective yeah yeah, they're always like top five or whatever on iTunes. So I reached out and um, his response was like, hey, what's your phone number? And I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Uh, so I <laughs> gave him my phone number. Which not is always very smartest thing in the world. unheard of. Yeah. Like, this phone number, age, what is that? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's like, don't give out phone numbers, man. Like, you know, God forbid you were to call me, right? Um, <laughs> no, 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 what no. are these phones we're for? We're just again? virtual friends. We're not actually going to communicate. Like. <laughs> Whoa, I don't want to like, no, no, no. Let's not cross any like personal boundaries, right? So that was, first of all, kind of, you know, uh, uh, a shot in the dark. I was like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. So gave him my number, um, and uh, he called me right away. and was like, hey, um, really appreciate you reaching out to me um, to get me on your show because most people are just bugging me to come on Shrugged, right? Yeah. And so two, two quick lessons there. One is the way I led with it, right? Like, hey, um, I know what you're doing right now. I listed out the products that he has, and. You know, I said, hey, like, I'd love to just have you on the show. You can promote your stuff. Like, I'm just happy to give my audience to you. And then him returning value. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Of like, hey, let me personally call you and let's talk. Like, let's it's like become... this value volley. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. Pinging the ball back and forth. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think, too, a lot of people try to sweep the obvious under the rug, if you will. Like, OK, for example, if I'm just starting out and I have. A very small following. Yeah, right? let's let's go there. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want to say nobody because you're not a nobody. You're somebody, right? Everybody's somebody. Yeah, everybody's somebody. And I hate when people say, "Oh, I'm just a nobody." Like, no, you're you're definitely somebody, but you're just at the beginning of your journey. Versus, you know, me, I might be on, on one of the mountains up up here that you're trying to climb, right? And that's cool. So, one of the things I would say is it really I think is a breath of fresh air if you're just like, hey, like I have a very tiny following right now. And I get that, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, and we talked about this at lunch, but I feel like a lot of people these days don't want to do a lot of business with people who have less followers than them, yeah. right? Or less of a following or less of notoriety. Like we can only link up if our social statuses, by our social media statuses yes. are the same. And, right? and to be honest, this, once again, because I, I thought just in our short conversation about it, I started thinking about it. I was like, wow, this is a big topic because- this goes way back, right? Like this sure. is an ancient practice of people at the same level of success or perceived level of success. Because we live in a day and age now, dude, yeah. where like yeah. it's easy to pretend that you're at a certain level. Yep. And once you start to peel back the onion a little bit, you go, whoa, this person's not successful. We've seen that. We talked about yeah. someone like that. And um, I think one thing you can do to just be – a uh, little bit of a, a standout in this crowded marketplace that we're in is being like, hey, um, I know I have a small following right now. And if you don't want to chat with someone who has a small following, just tell me now. It's cool, right? 
But here's what I'm trying to provide. Here's where I'm headed. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're. Here's what the podcast is about. Here's where why I think you would be an amazing guest, right? People always want to feel special. I don't care who you are, right? Yeah, really. Yeah. And if you truly believe that that person is uh, a great fit for your show, if you're trying to, if that's the kind of podcast you want to have, um, then there's, you know, the, what's the worst that could happen? Well, the worst that could happen is they're going to say no, right? And that happens to me. Like I have a, a relatively successful podcast and man, people tell me no all the time, yeah, right? Same. Um, and I think too, if you show that in a situation like that, if you have someone tell you no and they're like, no, nah, you know, I'm just not doing it right now. It's not a good time, whatever. Make sure that you follow up with that person, right? Make sure you make a note that like, hey, I'm not going anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to bug you every month. I'm going to be, you know, just as value, just as giving, just as valuable, just as, you know, um, helpful as I was when I initially reached out, but I'm going to stay on top of this, right? Um, because you know, a lot of people get, like I said, they get hit from all angles with offers, with requests, with, you know, and I think about it as a fitness guy, how many people reach out for free advice? Oh my God. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Think about these people who have achieved a high amount of success, whether it's a book author, whether it's a celebrity or whatever you're trying to, you know, target, think how much like how many people probably ask them for handouts, right? So they they might just be in this mindset of like, oh God, it's another person asking for a favor that, yeah, like what the fuck do I owe them? Yeah, you know. And so it's not that you're that person by any means. You're just you you might that could be the perception on the other end. Exactly. Yeah. And perception is reality. Yeah, true. You know. So not it's not right or wrong. It's just that that is their their mindset right now with where they they've arrived in their business. Um, so you have to be aware of that. And I think just being super transparent and being like, look, you know, I'm small right now uh, because, you know, you can do your research. It's like you can't hide the fact that you might be a starting podcast. But I think if you have some value to offer and, and which is your audience, obviously, and, and your ability to communicate and, and bring their story to life, um, there's nothing. I mean, I, I think, too, we get so caught up in this whole like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be able to get this person, I'm not going to be able to get that person. Like we hold ourselves back. Like, you know, I mean, think about every major person that started out like Oprah, you know, I think about Oprah, you know, she's one of the most famous hosts of a, of a interview, uh, you know, whatever setup or whatever she talk show, talk show. Yeah. yeah. And Ellen, right. Those two people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do, you know, I guess argument could be made that Ellen came from you know, she was a stand up. Yeah. Stand up. Stand up. She she had her own TV show for a minute. She did. Yeah. She was great. And, uh, but at the same time, like, there's no way that they like immediately just were confident, you know, and, and everything they were doing as far as a host goes, right. right? Yeah. Or, or in our case, a podcaster, you know, Joe Rogan, you know, I mean, he was definitely the most successful podcaster in the world. Um, you know, he just started talking to people that he was curious to learn about, yeah. you know, like, I mean, and that's honestly my approach, even to this day, if I don't get excited to pick that person's brain and spend an hour with them talking about them. I'm not going to even bother reaching yeah. out, even if they have a million followers, right? Because they're going to start to sense that I'm just doing it just because I'm clout chasing. Dude. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to get your audience on my, you know, yeah. on, on my radar and that's yeah. not going to work. And that's honestly looking back on like, I'll say the evolution of the timeline of, of my show. Actually, our shows are pretty much exactly on the same timeline. I think more so. Or less. Yeah. Um, like we're in like the 200 plus episode range now starting yep. 
couple years ago. And uh, when I think back, of course, it was different for me then because when I started it, it I maybe kind of wanted it to become something big and do it full time, but I didn't think that it actually would anytime soon. Mm. Um, and I did it as a way to kind of like become better at my job at the time, you know, as a trainer and health coach. It's like I wanted really, I was reaching for the moon, reaching for the stars, literally in terms of yeah. well-known fitness entrepreneurs, social media influencers, like in that world, authors even. Oh, if I can get this New York Times bestselling author about this diet on my show, like it will help me where I am in my job, but also at that time, I thought that's what I needed to, in order to become a successful podcaster. Mm. It's like, Hey, look at this kind of roster people have had on my show. But for me over time, that really has changed because like you were saying earlier, it's such a good point of like, I just want to have somebody on that I already connect with. Mm. And that could be like I was saying, an author, like I read your book and it really transformed my life or really helped me in my scope of practice in my job in some way or this person's YouTube video or whoever's whatever, sure. you know, added value to my life. And so that has really allowed me to, I think, come across more authentic. Genuine. And, yeah. yeah. Instead of just like seeing the followers, because I'll tell you, and I'm sure you can say the same thing. I've had people on with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds and, I knew and exactly hundreds where you were going with of this. thousands of followers. Yeah. And like, it's like, I'm not saying it's like a wash, but like, it's a good message. We have a good time. But like, in terms of defining success for the show, it does the same in terms of outreach. It does the sure. same in downloads, maybe slightly more versus I've had people on with a couple hundred followers. Actually, one guy I had on, uh, the, the guy you referred me, um, uh, he like was hooked on narcotic pain meds. I like, almost had like his, um, his brother almost OD'd. Uh, he lives in Texas. Oh man. Um, Crap! I'm having that brain fart right now. Not Dakota, Dakota Mine. No, 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 no. Um, oh my gosh! Like he was like about to like take his own life. He had like this coming to God moment on a bridge. Um, oh goodness! We're both terrible people right now. Wow! <laughs> I hope he's not listening. But anyway, at the time, <laughs> actually, I don't even think he had an Instagram. He was like Jeez. just starting to do his social media. He'd be he had, oh. had his gym going in Texas, and he was you know successful in his own right, but. Also, A, like it came from you, a trusted yeah. friend and resource. And B, like once I dove deeper into his content and who he was, I was like, wow. Like mm. on social media status online, you are a nobody. Yeah. Like, not to be harsh, but like if we're defining followers and stuff, you know. But his story was it, like it impacted me like oh, man. really hard. Um, now you got me thinking about who that is. You know, I, you know we, got, we can't leave the people <laughs> hanging. I'm going to look. I got the Wi-Fi well, on Well, my while phone. you're looking at that, I want to I talk about a good point because this is something that I've recently really started to do better. Okay. And that is get off social media. Okay. Here's what I mean by that. Robert Eaton. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Eaton. Yeah. Great yeah. one. Yep. Oh, phenomenal. Episode 193 for anybody listening to my yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Robert's going to kill me because he's a good friend of mine. Um, <laughs> I don't know why my brain's not working. Blame me, Robert. It's all Blame this coffee me. that Chase <laughs> likes to feed me, man. It's like, a, yeah. Dude, this strong coffee kicks in, man. I'm already like wired. Oh, man. I'm, I'm over here like, we got four hours. That should be enough time. Um, yeah. So, what I mean by get off social media is um, if you're interested in a certain uh, type of person to interview, right? If you're going after, you know, I, I don't know, it could be anything like, you know, authors, it could be movie uh, producers, like, you know, whatever your thing is. Whoever you're, yeah, your target yeah. demographic, yeah. You, these people don't live on social media, right? These people, uh, some people have a big presence on social media, some people don't. Yeah. And some people's social media is run by their team, right? They're not, it's even, not even them. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> them. Like yeah. you might DM them and they're like, 
no, we are not taking interviews right now. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, you, you don't know. Like, that might not even be them responding, right? Which, by the way, has happened many times to me. It's not even them. And then I connect with them personally, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be on your show. And I'm like, you said no already. And they're yeah, like, we've oh, been I talking didn't. for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, yeah. yeah I, I you sent me a lot of emojis. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? But, yeah, so um, what I would suggest is if you're serious about this, right, because – you know, look, if you just start a podcast just to be like, I get a podcast, like, you know, cool, man. Just understand that you might be playing at a certain level for a while, right? If you're serious about it, though, and you're like, yeah, I really enjoy this medium. I really enjoy talking with people and communicating with my audience and having that relationship. I would suggest investing time into connecting with these people offline. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely, man. Because I'll tell you right now, that's how my podcast started. Yeah. Like, that's my little secret. I went to events where... Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Mickler, Order of Man, uh, became my friend. I, I went and connected with him. He has a huge podcast. And uh, he was like, hey, man, I'd love to be on your show. And next thing you know, I'm on his show, right? And that was just because we went and broke bread together. Yeah. Like, And not to say, like, go stalk these people, right? But, like, if you look at events and you're like, oh, man, that person who I really want to be on my show who could be a huge needle mover, not just for my show but for my audience, and they're going to be at this event, go shake their damn hand. Oh, my God, dude. So true. Like, I not to cut you off right yeah, there, but no, like, it's like so someone's so big, like my podcast idol and mentor, really, Sean Stevenson, Mile Hell Show. Uh, this is kind of bringing a couple points. You will be told no. And in my case, uh, I he was in town for a live speaking engagement the same week I launched my show. And once he kind of, he was like, you know, how many episodes? Like, what are you doing? What would we talk about kind of thing? I was like, oh, well, you know, I just launched like this week, you know, whatever you want to do. I was unprepared. I was just literally reaching for the stars because yeah. I thought, how cool would it be? I will be successful if I get this person on. And I, I tell him this to his face. Now, we've met multiple times. I was like, Sean, like you saying not right now was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. Sure. And then what did I do? Like, of course, I was going to do it anyway. Like, I went to his live event. I, I'm engaging with him on social media. I'm leaving him reviews on his show. Like, I'm sharing his content. So – we didn't technically, you know, break bread together for quite some time until, <clears throat> excuse me, until I reached back out, you know, over a year later. And I was like, Sean, you know, I'm at a point now on my show. Like I, I gave him deliverables. Basically, I was like, you are an expert in this area. I want to talk about this. I want to explore it more. I kind of like semi, not scripted it, but, you know, I had deliverables, kind of like sure. bullet points. And he was like, absolutely. You know, I put in the reps, put in the reps. He had seen me, you know, on his content. Yeah. Uh, and then that day, he actually, it came up, like his team and his wife were like, hey, maybe we need to reschedule this. There's some crazy shit going on in his life and his business. But because I had made that presence, he's like, no, 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 this is the guy that came out to see me in D.C. This is that, like, so you stay top of mind with these people. Yeah. So, like, if and when life happens, like, they're going to say yes when the time is right. Sure. I mean, yeah, like, when I started, um, you know, I I reached out to the, the small network that I had, you know, and, and just started getting people on that I thought were interesting, right? And start and, there for the person listening, like whatever you yeah. want to do, like start with what you have. Sure. And, and by the Get way, even if that in. means yourself, like even yeah, if that just yeah, means yeah. like you talk by yourself, like don't think that that's not valuable, right? In fact, over the past, I would say 50 to 100 episodes that I've put out, a lot of them have been solo podcasts, right? Where it's just me talking about a topic that will help my audience and sharing stories and just talking about my experiences or client experiences or whatever, right? And um, 
those have actually built more traction recently than getting people on to be interviewed. Yeah. And that's because you got to remember why you're doing this right now. If you're only going to do interviews and that's just the style that you're going for, fine, right? Start with the immediate people in your circle. But if you're putting out a podcast that you know you foresee could be you doing some solo ones and you having people on for interviews, don't be afraid to just jump right in and like be hardcore solo, right? Yeah. Um, because here's the thing. You're, you're like you said, you're getting reps in. Like yeah, you're, yeah. you're starting to build your comfort level with podcasting. Literally um, finding your voice. Yeah. It's like if you wait around for, you know, your, your, your dream 100 guest list to show up, like, you know, that, that could potentially slow your growth, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it could slow, and it could, it could start to hurt your confidence too. If you're like, you know, oh man, like, cause I remember when I learned how to do sales many years ago, right? Um, one of the, the things that stuck out to me was you have to get really good at, at, at taking notes. Being told no. Yeah, yeah you have yeah. to be really good at that. Because <laughs> yeah. what it does is a no is just one step closer to a yes. You know, every time you hear no, that's just one step closer to the next yes. That's the mindset you have to get into with podcasting and getting people on your show is that if I reach out to Donald Trump and I'm like, hey, come on my podcast, right? Like, he's going to say not even going to say anything. He's never going to respond, right? Like it's not going to happen right now. But I think to myself, if I really wanted to get, and I don't necessarily want Donald Trump on my show, but I'm saying if I wanted to, I'm, I'm okay with getting a lot of no's to reach that guy, right? I'm okay with him saying no for the next 10 years while I continue to, to scour the earth for better and better guests. Cause 10 years from now, I might get a yes from him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I have a, a personal hero, Arnold. Arnold's right. Oh, Arnold's yeah. on top of my list, right? Yeah. I don't know if it'll ever happen, right? But Arnold's my personal hero because um, that was my childhood, you know, hero at the time. He was a guy who just like embodied everything I wanted to be. And uh, to this day, I think, man, how freaking epic would it be to have Arnold on my podcast? Now, will it ever happen? I mean, it's possible, right? There's a possible chance in hell that it will happen. But I'm not going to quit just because I reach out and he says no, you know. Uh, I'm not going to reach out because I, re you know, I'm not going to quit because I reach out to his friend and his friend says no. I'm not going to quit because I reach out to Arnold's cousin's dog and dog says no, right? I'm just going to keep pushing and building and building and building until I reach the point where I maybe do get him on my show. Uh, but I'm not going to allow the no to, to stunt my growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. The two things there I think are so valuable for someone is that uh, – I've actually, I think this kind of just happened. I don't know if I was, had the foresight at the time, but I'm thinking back on like how I kind of changed some of my requests and how I went about it was do it. Like reach out to people for your podcast, for your YouTube channel, for your book, for insert any project you have here, um, like expecting a no. Because what it has done for me, like thinking back to some of the no's that I've got <clears throat> is that, <clears throat> Wow. Welcome back to Northern Virginia. My allergies, dude, <laughs> holy crap. Uh, this is going to be a fun post-production episode. Um, is when you reach out to these people and you get a no, it's, um, you, if they respond with more than just no, they are, they're going to leave you clues as to how to kind of change your request next time. Sure. So it's like, no, not at this time. Like, okay, maybe next time I need to make a request with like, hey, I know you're extremely busy. Uh, you know, book it far in advance. Like, you know, in the yep. next eight to 12 weeks, you know, can we lock something down for the fall, the winter? So 
pay attention to how they say no, why they say no. Sure. And then just change your vernacular, change your approach. Yeah. Uh, I think it's so valuable. And crap, I had two things for no. Um, oh, I mean, we. I think we have a negative association to no. We only associate no to like the people that we think matter more. Hmm. Well, if I'm reaching out to Arnold Schwarzenegger or I'm reaching out to um, the little old lady across the street, you know, from my in-law's house, there's the exact same probability that they could say no or yes. It's sure. just a 50-50 shot. So why are we building up this association? Why are we making any difference to someone that we think matters more? Like the point is it, it, we're speaking to the beginner here, right? You need to get those reps in. Yeah. You, you need to create content. You need to just try things out, see where your passion, you know, feels the most fulfilled. Uh, you know, anybody could say no. Yeah. Nobody likes to get rejection, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we all have a, I think everybody in some form has a fear of rejection, right? I mean, maybe not to certain extents with some people, but some people do have a small fear of rejection. And I think that when you are getting into podcasting, understand this. Despite the fact that there are literally thousands of podcasts now. 700,000. Yeah, there's a sh- over 700,000 on Apple Podcasts. Boatload, right? Yeah. Despite the fact that there's that many, it's still a very small community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, most people don't community. have a podcast, yeah. right? Most people don't. So you're doing something that most people are not willing to do or don't want to do or, yeah. or just don't feel a need to do. And so that puts you in a, a category of a risk taker. Absolutely. If An action will. taker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and anytime you're in that group of risk takers, action takers, putting yourself out there, you are opening yourself up to rejection. That's what everybody does who's successful. Yep. You know, um, every stand up comedian is putting himself or herself oh, shit, yeah. out there yeah. saying, yeah. I hope to God you think I'm funny. Yeah. Right. Um, just like when I message, uh, you know, someone to come on my podcast, I'm saying, I hope you find me valuable enough to come on my show. And it stings a little bit when someone says no, but I'll tell you what ends up happening over time if you push through it is that you build up a callus to no. Absolutely. Yeah. You just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Like if I like you said, I start to almost just expect that, you know, here here's the you know, I don't necessarily expect no, but what I do is I hope for the best. Yeah. But I plan for the worst. Yeah. It's like no, right? okay, right, cool, on to the next one. Right. Yeah. I hope that this is the right time. I hope that I've prepared. I hope that this this proposition that I send them is what they're looking for at this time. But if they aren't, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm cool, man. Like this is, I have a mission, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that's probably one thing too to get clear on when you're starting out is what what are you what's your mission? Yeah, like what what is the are you just saying okay I'm gonna start interviewing people? It's not really a mission, right? Yeah. Like what's the purpose of the show? Where, where do you see yourself in the next year? Where do you, where do you see the show? going how's it going to help people right or or how's it going to make people laugh or how's How's it going to help you yeah sometimes like i think people lose sight of that especially on like a content platform sure is yes serving an audience is all well and good and there is great potential once you kind of scale and grow it but what about you like why would why would like i don't do this just for the sake of growing an audience like like i said for the first year like it wasn't monetized. I didn't do anything. It was just, just, just so that I could become a better person. Oh, sure. And I think if people focus on that, it's like, hi, hey, I want to have this conversation with you. I want to write you. I, I want to whatever you know, so that I can become better. Well, that's that's why I say, you know, when I reach out to people, uh, I'm pretty transparent. Like I say, selfishly, like this is, I want to fucking talk to you, man. Yeah, like, because yeah. I have questions about this. Or and honesty you know, is good too. A lot of people respect that too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, in today's world, like. 
transparency is quickly becoming a thing of the past. And so I think if you are very transparent, very honest, very blunt, um, you're going to stick out. And a lot of people, I know I would appreciate that. I do appreciate that when people are just like, hey, man, like, you know, and I get that now. I'm sure you do, too. People with small podcasts or just starting out, they reach out and they say, hey, man, like I just started. You know, you're probably too big for me, but I'm just trying to get you on my show. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not too big for you, man. Like, I'm I, down to go. I'm trying to think, like, I don't think I've ever turned anybody down. It, it might have just been well, like, hey, I can't commit to this for like, a month or yeah. like a, quite a while, but I've turned a couple people down. Um, and this is probably a good lesson for a beginner. Um, one thing I don't, uh, appreciate now that I'm in the game is someone who's not organized. Oh my right? God. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's very obvious, right? When yeah. someone reaches out and they're the like, first DM. Oh, what time's good for you? You know, like, Hey, like, you know, when, when do you normally want to, you know, have time or whatever? It's like, I want you to, to almost run the show. Right, like this is your show. This is such a huge point. Anyone listening, like, like, yeah, when seeking requests for some other people, this like, is huge. Get so specific in your request. If you can't be, you know, one hundred percent specific, at least give them the path to follow to nail down the specifics around when you're yes, sir. Do, right. Yeah. Because if someone reaches out and you know, God bless them, they had good intentions, but they, a guy reached out to me. He had a cool idea behind a podcast, and. um I agreed initially. I said, yeah, you know, I like your concept. Like that, that sounds really cool. I'd, I'd love to be a guest. And I said, well, how do you normally schedule me? He said, oh, well, why don't we just hop on right now? And I'm like, <laughs> no way. I swear to God. What? And, and it just, and I said, <laughs> right now, what do you mean? Like, he goes, well, yeah, I'm ready in the next 15, 20 minutes if you're around. And I'm like, wow, oh, man, I got to pass on this because my thought was I'm floored. Yeah. Like I'm happy to to help anyone. And, and if I'm honored, first of all, to be asked to be a guest, I mean, it's extremely humbling. Like I don't take it for granted by any means, but I also have to value my time. Right. And so if someone's not self-aware enough to value their own time, right? Like, Hey, let's jump on right now. Like that tells me you're probably not prepped. You're probably not ready. Like this is going to be an awful interview. You're, we're going to be scrambling to kind of just like yeah. make something happen. So my yeah. suggestion for anybody who's starting out, treat it like you are ESPN, man. Treat it like you run sports center. That is your new level and standard of success, right? Uh, because that's what it is. I heard um, our boy, I don't know if you know uh, uh, Luis. Uh, I can't think of his last name. Oh, uh, in, DS? In Tony Seven's group? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm not sure if it's Tony's group, but he's a guy who uh, helps podcasters. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, yeah. Um, he talks about you know strategies around uh, how to uh, – you know, run your show better. And and he, a great point was like, look, stop calling it a podcast. Start calling it a show. It really is a show. And what, what do people do with shows? Well, they tune in every week. They expect it to be on at the same time. They, uh, you know, they, they fall in love with their characters. They uh, love surprises. They love something in it for them. They right? know the format. They know the, the, yeah. the content flow. So yeah. think about like, you know, if, if Ellen reached out to, and I use her and Oprah as examples because they're some of the best to ever do it. Uh, but, you know, if they reached out to these celebrities, like, hey, why don't you guys just stop by? Like, celebrities like, what? Like, yeah. I'm shooting a freaking $40 million movie right now. What do you want me to do? Like, you know, like, so you have to treat potential guests in a very, like, organized and respectful fashion so that they feel this is a professional operation. Absolutely. You know, and people love that. People love professional. They love organized. And, and that, that's a key point, too, because if they are on the fence at all, 
And if they get the impression by any means that like, wow, this is maybe more than I expected. Sure. Regardless of their initial expectations. But if they're like, like boom, 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 boom. Like, wow, this person has their shit squared away. Like yeah. that tells me, wow, this is kind of a big deal. Like maybe, maybe sure. I should consider this more kind of Absolutely. thing. You know? Yeah. I think, um, two, uh, and, and one final point just while I'm thinking about it is like, if you're, if you're starting your show and you're starting to get guests on, one huge mistake I see people make who've had me on their show is they never ask to get introduced to anybody else. You know? Yeah. And I, I know we do that all the time. About this. Yeah, because this feeds back, I think, to like the real original question uh, from Alexis was, you know, like getting people on, defining success, growing your show, but also relationship building. Yeah. Like it's, it's that follow-up. So like, please go. go yeah. No, I, I just make it a point all the time. Um, to make sure that every person that I'm introduced to that I have on my show, we develop a, a, a friendship really, right? Or at least a, a mutual respect. Yeah. I'm not afraid to ask, no, number one, did you like the show? Did, yeah. you, ha- did you have a good experience? Get immediate yes. feedback. Yeah, no, yeah. I was great. Awesome. You know, that was cool. You know, I enjoyed it. Awesome. Cool. Who else do you think would be, you know, or, or even better, Come prepared with a list of people you know are connected to them that you would like to have on your show. Oh, that's smart, man. Because I did that recently, and um, it turned into some big big interviews. And it was only because I came to the table knowing that, okay, if this goes well, which it should, you know, in a perfect world, it should go well. um, Afterwards, I'm going to ask to get introduced to these people. Or at worst case, do you mind if I drop your name Mm. when I reach out to them? Yeah. Right. Can um, I can I reference this interview? You know, with exactly. You? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've done that. And I'll tell you what: in a moment post show where they had a good interview, they had a good experience with you. I've never had somebody tell me no. I've never had somebody say, "Oh no, you can't use my name," or "No, you know, I'm not willing to serve as a reference if so and so was interested yeah, in coming on your show." Absolutely. Right? Um, and I'll tell you another: <laughs> just in that same moment, if they have a podcast, man, be ballsy. Go for it. Get on their show. Like, yeah. just be like, "Hey, you know." Um, this is what my show's about. Um, I, I run, this is my you know, my business or this is what I'm all about. This is my message. Um, I don't know if you're looking for new guests, but I would love to be one. That's actually a huge point. I recently, um, do, you, do you listen to John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneurs on Fire? I used to, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm a little bit more choosy on his episodes now, uh, I would say, depending upon the topic. And he the was guests. one of the first ones I stumbled upon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't knock the guy's success. No. Like Daily show for seven years. Oh, he's a savage. Insane, but I heard him talk about this recently uh he was like i think yes showing up every day putting in the reps was definitely a part of his success we're growing to be one of the most successful biggest podcasts in the world yeah but also what he did was i made it a point to i, I think he said between seven and ten that was his goal like minimum seven uh being on other shows a mm. month and Smart. as as important as it is to grow your own content and carve your own path on things yeah like also recognize I know we've been kind of talking shit about followers and numbers, but like content is currency, like social, there's, it's a currency. Yeah. So, I mean, but like give as much attention to and respect and, and honor to growing your own, but also like recognize that a part of that growth is getting your name out there because what you're doing is you're making your own platform and just in hopes that, you know, the right person will find it and the right person will, I believe, but also you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot by not getting out there in the world and letting other people know, Hey, I have something of interest for you, probably. Sure, and you know that's such a that's a good point. Um, Which actually is something I've been slacking on. Like, I I honestly 
I don't do that enough. I would love I to get on another podcast. If you're listening, hit me up. Like, yeah. <laughs> chase it ever more. Hit just Radio. I up first. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Both of us. Uh, like, yeah. uh, we'll come a- on together. <laughs> um, it'll be the best, worst podcast Just a ever. couple of wild and <laughs> crazy guys. <laughs> we'll have you over to the, the Persian podcasting production house. Free Persian rug with every guest. <laughs> There are probably enough in this basement to send that out. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That, that's our new. That's our new pitch. We just came up with a value prop. Um, so. Send us only five hundred dollars in shipping, free rug. <laughs> They're heavy. I think it's one of our curses, man. As creators, like we we get such we get so stuck in creator mode, right? That we forget that we need to get out there and and actually like show off. Yo, say that again, stuff. please, man. You say know what I mean? Again. That's huge. That's it. Like so, when Amen. we have someone on our show. We're in creator mode because we're creating an interview, right? Yeah. Creating this this broadcast to go out to to people who listen to the show, um, but we forget that hey, we got to go out and actually like, you know, campaign for our show, if you will, like go out and show on, you know, get on other people's shows, and it's actually that- kind of selfish when I think about it. Of like, let me just create, 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 and you're kind of setting this subconscious intention that mm. oh, like if you build it, they will come, kind of thing. Yeah, which I believe there's power in, but also like you're saying, you, you got to. You got to market yourself. You got to get out there. Sure. Too. And I, and I, you know, I say it could be selfish. I think maybe it is also like insecurity in a way too, where it's like, you know, we we want to be, um, I don't know, we 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 feel like, hey, we're we're good enough to host, but we're not we're not uh, good enough to be a guest yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I had that early on. Maybe I just speak for myself, but like, you know, I had that. In, initial insecurity because i was like i'm with you man yeah I, you know I'm like just who a am guy, i you know yeah, like yeah. i'm just a guy who helps people get in healthy better shape right and then over time i realized well hold on you know there's a lot of people i talk to who are successful authors who are you know successful businessmen who are not in great shape you know and they don't have the skills that i have in that arena right yeah, yeah. um and, you know, then I wrote my book and then I realized, well, shit, not a lot of people have written a book, you know, and I can go out and talk about nutrition in a very relatable way. And so my my confidence started to build. But I, I was like, man, I really wish I would have realized earlier mm-hmm. that I can get on other shows and be a value. Right. I can yeah. provide some some insight and some yeah. relatability to people who are listening. So how yeah. many shows do you think you went on your first year? Oh, man, my first year of having your own show. Cause I'm pretty sure I I want to say zero, dude. I think maybe three. Yeah. Maybe. My memory is awful right now, but I, I've been podcasting now for over three years. So, yeah, I think my first six to 12 months, it was none that I remember. Now, if someone's yeah. listening, they're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I had you on my show. It was like, favor. I was like, oh, whoops. No, I, I remember. Um, I'll tag him in the show notes. You guys can DM him. Yeah. <laughs> well, just lost a follower. But, um, no, it's I, I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't go on a whole lot my first year because I was so hell bent on, uh, you know, getting you know my first fifty episodes done with you know fifty inter- you know a bunch of interviews, and I don't think I did a solo podcast until after fifty episodes. But, um, but yeah, I, I just remember, and I'll tell you what, man, I remember my first ever guest on my show, and I won't use his name because um, this would be embarrassing for him. But I remember asking him, I was so being in the with the background that I have in sales and marketing and, and uh, whatnot and, and personal training, uh, you have to be good at sales, right? And you sure, have to ask yeah. for referrals, yeah. right? So referrals is like second nature to me. I just, that's what I do. I ask all the time. So I asked him, he was my first guest ever. And I said, Hey, I would love to have a very famous person on my show who he happens to be best friends with. And uh, <laughs> I remember the way he said no was just very like, 
Like, it cut to my core almost. He didn't know it, right? But, like, <laughs> the audacity of me to ask, right? But he's like, oh, no, he's really busy filming a movie right now, and uh, he's probably not going to have time for it. But, you know, yeah, maybe. You know, I was like, that's a, that's a no, right? Yeah, yeah. But I remember just feeling like, what? Like, you're my first guest, bro. Like, I just had you on my show. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, I felt, like, so hurt in the moment. But looking back, I was like, duh. Like, he's not gonna, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say who it was. But um, very famous actor. But, yeah, so... I uh, I got told no right away, but I, I never really considered, um, I guess once again, it probably goes back to insecurity. Um, didn't feel good enough to be on other shows initially until I got my feet really, really solid with mm-hmm. mine. Um, but then as soon as I started listening to a lot of other shows, I was like, well, okay, I, I'm, I'm better <laughs> than average at podcasting. Yeah, so yeah. I need to, you know, and also audience feedback, right? Like people would tell me, oh, I love your podcast. I love, you know, the interviews. I love how you guys talk and it's great. And and so I was like, okay, well, we need to, you know, I need to get yeah. on some other shows, man. Um, yeah, I think what you're talking about right there is uh, so spot on too. Uh, you know, I work with other podcasters. I, you know, I work with other coaches. We do a lot of, you know, in the health and wellness social media world. Yeah. Um, like what it's probably one of the biggest things we tell people is you got to know your ideal client. Mm-hmm. You got to know who you're creating your content for. You got to know who you're marketing yourself for to sell to or to to pitch or just grow your sure. audience. And I think hands down, people need to understand that as well in your content. Like yeah. when I post this story, when I post this picture, when I put up a link, when I share anything, when I create this podcast, you know, who am I talking to and why? Absolutely, man. I, I picture... Um, yeah, I always picture somebody listening uh, in their car, you know, a specific type of person listening and the value that they're getting uh, and the actions that they take after the show. Um, actually, it's funny. I, I also picture them connecting with the people I have yeah, yeah, on my yeah. show. Yeah. I think that's cool to be. And I'll tell you a really cool story. Um, and this is something I realized not that long ago, but I started picking up on a lot is that I started noticing um, on people that I would have on my show, I started noticing a lot of my clients start to comment on their stuff. Oh, no, that's awesome. Yeah, and so I started to realize, wow, the reason why, and not to sound like I'm the reason why, but like, you know, it's cool to know that my loyal listeners- Started that ripple. Yeah, they start to really get into these other amazing people that I have on my show. And that, selfishly, once again, makes me feel really good, right, about what we're doing. Um, That's the ultimate goal. You know, we're here to help impact- one live or a million lives. Sure. I mean, and like, and if creating one piece of content, having an interview, f- you know, for, for your own quote, selfish reasons helps other people. I mean, that's, I'm with you, man. I think yeah, that's man. one of the reasons why we click so well is like, that's the ultimate goal is just create impact small or large, but just to be that medium. And for me, like you just said, the ideal client, the ideal listener, it's that person sitting in the car. I think about the person all the time. And it's me. When I create a podcast, it's I'm creating this message for, a version of my former self. Yeah. And that's how I found podcasts was, I mean, you know, I would sit, my, I would go from my apartment in DC drive to Lansdowne, Northern Virginia, a couple times a week yep. to one of our offices. And I was miserable sitting in the car, minimum 45 minutes, upwards of two and a half hours. And that's when I, I began my kind of personal development work. self, sure. like just, all right, instead of complaining, instead of just like bitching and moaning, what can I do to make this better? Mm. I discovered audiobooks. Uh, I, I shifted from listening to music. I still love music, but I shifted to, I found podcasts and yeah. I found all these health and wellness and fitness podcasts that literally gave me deliverables. I would listen to an episode of Mind Pump or the Model Health Show or Wellness Force Radio or whoever, and I would go into the office. I would have a client that day, 
or five, seven, eight clients, and something that I heard made me better at my job. Mm. And so when I create a podcast, I want to do that. I want to, I want this episode to the person listening right now, to someone in their car, can walk into their office, can walk into their home, can walk into sure. the gym and have something immediate to apply to their life to make them better. Because then what's that going to do? The person next to them is probably going to have a better day because they're yeah. going to share. They're going to be in a better attitude. It's that's the ripple effect we're going for, man. Yeah, I think about um, I think about that for sure. Um, I think about to creating a library uh, for a future person that comes into our space, who's like, "Hey, man, you know, I need I need to learn and I need to just do some self discovery. I want to, you know, I want to expand my knowledge." Yeah, and yeah. having a, a library of shows to go through. I mean, I think about, man, you know, we know some pretty big podcasts. Like we know some that have yeah. thousands of episodes. Right. And that's pretty cool. That's where I'm headed. Right. I want someone to walk into our virtual podcast library and go, wow, this is it. This is what I need. Right. And just start banging out episodes, right. Banging them out and, and just like one by one, getting more and more value from each one. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to be here in this in this life, right? You, nobody knows, right? We're, we're we're just taking it one day at a time. Um, but at some point, when I'm gone, um, I I want there to be lasting help, legacy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, call it legacy, call it whatever you want, but lasting want, references. Yeah, I mean, like I, I want people to go, wow, this guy put together a whole, you know. I, I should probably think of a number how many episodes I want to eventually get to, but you know, I, I want there to be that in place so that it stands the test of time. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Um, for my kids, you know, I got two little boys. I want them to be able to, you know, whenever they're mature enough to start listening to podcasts, hopefully it'll be sooner than <laughs> I was. Um, but you know, they might, they probably don't want to hear my voice too much, but um, <laughs> like that, we, we get enough of you already. <laughs> yeah. You're a walking podcast. Um, so you know, maybe their kids, right? Oh, yeah. grandpa, you know, used to do this thing called podcasting and you know, now we don't do that. We're just living in virtual reality, but whatever it is, right? We're like just holograms. Yeah. <laughs> Back when people were people. Um, but yeah, so it's like that, that drives me kind of from a, a soul perspective, right? From like a soul level. Yeah. Um, but I think at the surface level, uh, and if I'm just being completely honest, I think the first thing, and, and this is once again, what got me into it is that I have a passion for learning. Right. Absolutely. And, and yeah. hearing from people. And I think Hell that yeah. you have to have at some level a passion for it. Like I listen to Joe Rogan and, um, you know, I can tell he's got a passion for listening. He's to so curious about people. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, just like, so, and that's who are you? like, I'm, like yeah. I go into an interview with very little agenda. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do my homework, but I don't, I don't go in with like a, a like, all right, I'm gonna get him on this track to like help me make more sales or whatever. No, I, I go in with just this open mind, right? Like, Paint me your picture, bro. Yep. Like, tell me yeah. who who I might discover something that I didn't know about you, right? That I I thought I knew what value you brought, but man, you bring and a whole so lot will more. your audience. That's a huge point as well. Like, yeah, like how you know, Chase Josiah? How do we have a successful podcast? Get to the point to where you can be in the moment, so in the moment with that sure. guest that you get that nugget of information. And yeah. I, another great pro tip I'll tell you is this is what I do for all my guests. I of course, like you said, you know, do my homework kind of thing, get to know them on some point, on some level. But I go, uh, I'll go back and listen to usually one to two of their most recent podcasts mm. because, like, they're, it's gonna be the same format, right? If I was making a YouTube video, I'd do the, you know, go watch the most recent two YouTube videos or read their two books, whatever. And I make sure because 
I mean, it's human nature, right? If you ask sure. someone their story, you kind of get into a little flow. Yeah. I don't want that same flow. I don't want that same subconscious script. So part of my research is I'll go in and listen to yeah, usually one to two episodes recently so that I can be present, be in the moment. And once I begin to hear that same or very similar message that my audience, they could find anywhere else, I don't want that. So I, I'll then like that's honestly, I, I would say the best way to be a good interviewer is to be become a better listener oh, because then sure. you'll know how to pivot. Yeah. No, I mean, go in with, yeah, just, just an, I mean, almost the mindset that like, you're just, you're just the facilitator, right? Absolutely. You're, you're just yeah, there to kind of keep things organized and, you know, ask the right questions when needed, but really you you want them to feel like they can just open up and yeah. just let out whatever value they have prepared for that day. So yeah, I mean, starting a podcast, um, you know, it, it can seem, I guess in today's market, cause when we started, like even just a couple of short years ago, yeah. like, it's a different world, man. I, I mean, I remember some of the, the, the shows we talked about so far, like Sean Stevenson, um, uh, then entrepreneur on fire. What, yeah, that, that, John yeah. Lee Dumas, yeah. John Lee Dumas, um, mind pump, you know, uh, those guys were just getting started. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so we were kind of all, you know, starting a little bit after them. And, you know, now it's like, you know, I look at iTunes or any podcast platform and I just see so many podcasts. Like I don't even, you know, it's almost like I'm so like old school. I just have mine that I've listened to for so long now that those are it. But, you know, it could be a little bit um, intimidating, you know, to look at all these shows and be like, well, oh my God, like how's this going to ever work? But man, you know, if you can just be authentic and you can just go in with, hey, you know, at worst case scenario, you get something out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, <seriously. laughs> holy shit. Yeah. You got an audience of one? Yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you'll be able to be a better coach, a better business owner, a better husband, wife, whatever your thing is. Um, and, you know, it'll be worth spending time with people on your show, even if no one knows who you are. Like, yeah. it, it really is worth it. Absolutely. I mean, and I mean. It's been awesome. Man. It's been 54 minutes so far. Oh, uh, we crushed. We'll kind of get, <laughs> we're, get we're, towards the end. We're but. professional. <laughs> Talk for days. <laughs> Powered by what is this shit? Strong coffee, man. That's so good. It's really good. This is just their original latte. It's, uh, I guess, well, all right, I'll we make this sponsored by strong it? coffee. Yeah, they're part oh, of the show. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Man. So I brought back, um, Didn't mean you were actually my very first one, uh, Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk. We, uh, oh, yeah. Like, over, like a year and a half ago. That was ago. in D.C., right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was meant awesome. to be kind of like a, a lighter, more casual kind of yeah. episode. Uh, and I kind of like, it died off several months ago. And I brought it back, and now, nice. now it's like strong coffee talk. Um, so, like, me and the guests, we drink strong coffee. Came back stronger. Hey, how many more strong <laughs> puns can we make? <laughs> yeah, this shit's great, man. Uh, it's strong. I can't even finish the whole cup. I'm, I'm over here, like, buzzing. <laughs> and there's nothing else in this coffee besides coffee, right? It's just L-theanine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I made your special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give you the Persian special. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, dude. The L theanine and caffeine are amazing. It's got yeah, collagen, so MCT, it's amazing. But uh I mean, I want to hit on a number to kind of bring it full circle. Yeah. In the beginning we we're kind of talking about shooting for the stars literally and if I get this person with a hundred thousand subscribers or followers, then that will equate to the same success for me. And it's not true. Um I've heard a lot of people be like, Oh, I really want to grow my show, but I I have like fifty downloads. Or I only have fifty. Or I only have five hundred. Or you gotta I reframe only have, that shit. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, like go deeper. Though. Like, have look. you ever stood in a room with fifty people? Seriously, yeah. It's a fuckload, yeah. dude. Yeah. 
I mean, sorry, I curse so much. But like that's, no, it's true, man. Like, I mean, imagine if where we are right now. And once again, they can't see us, but we're in a beautiful basement, right? Uh, an amazing home. But if we had fifty people in here, it'd be packed. It'd be packed, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of people to sit here and listen to us talk. Right? And they're all there to listen to you. Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. man. I, I say that to. I, I have a a girl um, who I've helped, uh, you know, grow her business a little bit, and um, you know, she she's got. You know, a, a good following of, of loyal people who like her stuff. And she's like, but, you know, I'm just I'm not at that like, you know, so and so level and so and so. I'm like, how many followers you got? You know, thousand. OK, you got a thousand followers. Have you ever talked in front of a thousand people like for real? Mm-hmm. No. Well, guess what? Every day you are. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of people, man. Like, man, when I started, I, I remember looking at my first show, dude, I had like five downloads. Yeah. I mean, those were the good old days where I didn't care i mean thankfully i must say when i started out i didn't care about that yeah i, I still to this day really don't care about downloads i didn't um, even know how to like really fully check it for i think yeah. for like uh, like weeks and weeks my show is not you know not yet i guess you could probably put in there but i you know i haven't monetized my show right and that's because i've dabbled with certain uh sponsors here and there but i i, I didn't create the show to monetize it i created it to be a resource for people right people have to define success for them yeah, you have to define success so you know if you're falling short or not. Exactly, yeah. and so I never gave a shit about how many downloads I had until I became friends with uh, Mike Matthews at um, uh, Legion Athletics. Mm. Who wrote yeah, yeah, yeah. Char, and he offered to sponsor my show, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be freaking awesome!" He's like, "Yeah, just shoot me over how many downloads you have, and I'll come up with a number." And I was like, "What? Okay." And so, like, I looked in Libsyn or whatever, and I realized, "Oh, wow, I have a lot of downloads." You like, can find cool. the yeah. And I had no clue, right? And and to this day, I really don't look. I, I I don't care because I'm not in this to become popular, right? I'm in this to be impactful. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my mission. My mission is to impact someone by either my message that I talk on that day, or to have a guest on that makes an impact on their life, right? And honestly, like I know if I continue to do that, the downloads will take care of themselves, right? Um, sure, I could probably be more technical, and you know, people listening might be like, "Oh, you're fucking jackass. You don't care about your downloads." But like, <laughs> I I care, right? Like, if it, it, it only push, matters if, yeah. the, if it matters. Sure, it only really matters if it matters if you're working for a partner. Like, hey, you know, cost per million, we need X amount of downloads. Sure, or, which, but like, I mean, I've so made many the top twenty five yeah. on iTunes, man. Like, you're I know I'm making there. it, right? Yeah, I'm you're doing in it. there. Absolutely, yeah, I'm in the Consistently. game. And so, at the end of the day, what I care about is getting emails from people every week that say. Man, I just binge listened to twenty of your episodes. Man, this is awesome. Like, you know, our clients who are like, man, you know, it's crazy between you sending me emails and listening to your podcast every day. That I'm like, oh shit, you listen to my podcast. Yeah, every and day, right? how many listeners not then become clients? Oh, I mean, there's like this, absolutely, yeah. it's amazing. I, I pull every client that comes into our system. How did you find us? And yeah. I would say at least seventy five percent of the time, it's the podcast. Yeah, right. Or or they found us somewhere and then started listening to the podcast. Exactly. Yeah, and they realized. Well, this guy's, you know, not a complete idiot. Like, you know, stuff. <laughs> like, you know, let's 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 download more shows and listen to his show. But like, I know so many other podcasters who do that. They have they have another product or service based business. For example, uh, good friend of ours. I'll tell you who he is later. Like, I don't want to give away anybody's like inside information. But sure. Their show, they do well. Yeah. I think it's a great show. Uh, but by podcast terms, I wouldn't say that their show is very successful. Mm. Um, I'll say like between like one and three thousand downloads a month which is pretty solid honestly yeah. that's that's solid yeah yeah uh, so don't get me wrong but um we have shifted i've been helping them kind of shift 
defining success for their podcast and driving traffic to their e-commerce site. Sure. And so by podcast terms, maybe not as successful, but I'm telling you, like the, when we make that shift in their show and getting people to where they want them to go yeah. to their products uh, and services, revenue has gone up tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like you, Why you hit there the to nail on the head. You got to define your, your mission, your yeah. game plan, no your trajectory, right? Like if you have no freaking idea where you're going and you're just shooting, you know, darts in the dark, like, Hey man, like you're going to get those type of results. You might get lucky. Yeah. Right. But like more times than not, you're, you're going to, you're not going to get lucky. So, uh, be just clearly defined on what you want to get out, both from a monetary perspective and maybe a personal growth and, and long-term long, you know, legacy. Absolutely. Type perspective, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, like don't one, one, last bit of advice that I would say for anybody getting into podcasting is do not compare yourself to any other podcasts yeah, and what they're yeah. doing or where they are or whatever, because uh, dude, we know, and this is just a online business, you know, asterisk, if you will, but it's so easy to, to, to fake success. Um, and it's so easy, even if you have a top podcast or a, a popular podcast, um, to, you know, fake success or, or to have a false sense of success because at the end of the day man some of the best podcasts i listen to that i've found just by searching for specific things or you know hearing someone uh, on another show man they're not the b biggest and baddest podcast but they are awesome like they're valuable yeah, yeah. and and they're then i save them like i'll give my boy a shout out man because he deserves it but um uh jeremy scott i don't know if you know who jeremy scott no, is, who's but he's a fitness guy uh but more of like a uh uh, like he does a lot of like life, uh, you know, coaching. I don't say coaching. He does like mindset stuff. He talks okay. a lot about that. Right. Okay. Um, but, I, and I don't know where his podcast, he might be popular now, but I, I haven't seen him on the list recently, but I, whatever he could be, I could be totally like fucking this up right now. <laughs> and he's going to hear and be like, you son of a bitch. You I'm top 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the top podcast on iTunes. But, um, anyway, so it's just very valuable. Like it's so valuable that I listen yeah. to it and I'm like, man, that shit makes sense. Like I love it, and I and and I use it for my my clients, and I reference. I tell my clients to listen to a show, right? So it's like, it's not because he's top ten on iTunes. Um, it's because his show really makes an impact, dude. And value, value, yeah. value, value. Like just yeah. lead lead with that. Throw your personality in there. Um, you know, don't be afraid to be goofy as hell and silly and whatever, right? Like just do your thing, man. Um, and your you know your people will automatically gravitate towards you, dude. Yeah, you know. You, What's the old phrase? You got to get your like your thousand true fans. That's um, it. Man. I mean, like reframe it just like we we're saying. Instead of I only have fifty downloads a month, I have fifty downloads. I have fifty people. Go so deep with those fifty people yeah, that dude. they can't not subscribe. That they can't not follow you on other. They can't not you know read your ebook, buy your service, whatever. I mean, if you had fifty people and you went so value driven with them sure you don't need anybody else yeah. hell even if you had the right product or service if you're trying to like make a business out of it if you had five yeah like you could you could do a lot with five man, people, man. yeah you you've been gifted the responsibility to deliver for 50 people you know that's Amen. a big deal yeah. man. like i mean uh, you know there's many people out there who just wish some one person would fucking listen to them yeah, you know, like nobody listens to me. No one cares about me, right? You got fifty people, and shit, man. You you'll have five hundred before you know it, and then you'll have five thousand, and then you'll have fifty thousand, and then you'll be like, jeez. Oh, people was... complain about not having the followers, not having yeah. the audience, but then just think, well, like, 
Well, I, let's say I could snap my fingers. Well, I won't because we made that Thanos joke earlier. Uh, <laughs> such wow. a classic, dude. Oh, we went full uh, circle. That was a great That was a great stand-up uh, full circle. Just like we're talking about yeah. a lot. Man, we if, are. If I could uh, clap my hands. Living the dream. <laughs> That's too good, dude. And give you that. Like, Let's say, like, awesome. oh, if I could just get 10,000 followers on Instagram mm. so I could swipe. Okay, well, cool. What if you had that right now? How would your content be any different? How would you how, monetize it? What exactly. Would you do? Yeah. Then, then you get stuck in like, oh shit, I have yeah. all. The, then no, people don't understand what they're asking for. You'll you'll be ready when you're ready. Like that. That's the thing. I I've had to remind myself of this too, man. Like you know, oh, it's just like getting your dream body. You know, I, if I snap my fingers and give you your dream body tomorrow or tonight, two things are gonna happen. I heard this from a great mentor of mine. He said, you know, the two things that will happen is one, um, you won't appreciate it. Right, because you didn't work for it. You didn't you do didn't anything to get earn there. it. You, you just earn it. appeared and you won the lottery, right? The second thing that will happen is you won't keep it because mm-hmm. you have no idea how you got in the first place. So true. So if you have all these followers all of a sudden, if your shit goes viral and you're hit with you know a brand new audience of 10,000 people, well- It comes with expectations. What are you going to do, yeah. right? So you might as well yeah. build you know, strategically, systematically, structure it the right way, step by step, brick by brick, so that when you do get to that point, you have a whole group of people that has been with you this entire journey. Yeah. And that structure and foundation is so much stronger now. Where, where's your journey going, man? Where's um? You were talking earlier about, it's like, I don't even know like how many future episodes I want. Like, yeah. Where do you want to go with, you know, the True Transformation Podcast, sure. True Coaching, like everything, you know, you? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, expanding the brand is definitely something that we're we're focused on right now. And, um, one of the things with the podcast especially is that we're trying to do more in-person stuff like this, mm, yeah. you know, getting face to face with people that we want to connect with circling back with amazing guests that we've had on the show who have done tremendous things since we've had them on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it's, is crucial, but also, um, getting out of the fitness industry, if you will, and, and expanding our horizons a bit and Likewise, learning, man, I raised my hand to that too. Yeah. yeah because, um, Fitness is amazing. It's always going to be the base of what I do, but um, it's really cool to be able to get out and learn valuable lessons, valuable insights from people who are not, you know, solely focused on fitness, but take these lessons and be able to apply them in in fitness, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, getting guests on that do amazing things in different uh, different areas of life and different industries and whatnot, uh, but being able to do a lot of it in person, having guests come out, shake hands, break some bread you know, have a workout with them, laugh, whatever. Um, that's one of the big things. So trying to get into a, a permanent studio situation is is definitely the next step. Um, as far as the brand, man, like, you know, I think at the end of the day, fitness, I've I've committed and I, I have a passion for helping people get in great shape. We, we have a mission of uh, helping a million clients uh, get in great shape uh, and do so in a permanent way so that they live the rest of their life um, happy and healthy and, and all those things. That's but, awesome, man. You know, as far as episodes, man, you know, we're coming up on 200 right now. Um, you know, I think. Congrats. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna, it's crazy, dude. Um, but, you know, I think getting to 1,000 is our next milestone after that, you know. Um, but once again, you know, like I always look at quality, right? Quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many amazing people out there for us to talk to, dude. Like there's no shortage of incredible human beings that we can talk about uh, or talk to, but. What about yourself, man? Like, I, I'm stealing your thunder over here, bro. <laughs> no. ah, it's enough about me. What about me? I, this is why I always love talk, like having other podcasters on. And uh, so, like, <laughs> like talk too much. This no. is just like like a joint bullshit, basically. But yeah, it's, no, uh, it's the best. Um, I mean, kind of like what you were saying earlier. Like, 
I wouldn't do this because I don't sports, but like ESPN, like yeah. a show. Yeah. Uh, that's been like a conscious mental shift in mine is really like, yes, it started as, and yes, this is, will be a podcast episode, mm. um, but really making it a show. And I mean, a couple of people that have become mentors and, you know, friends even, um, I've been, I'm really modeling after, you know, the yeah. Tom and Lisa Bill, you, mm. uh, what they've done with their mission first, they have a very, very obvious why and mission, which sure. I feel like I'm solidified in my why and mission as well. They have now been able to pivot from offering like a product for like the quest nutrition products to now impact theory and health impact and, uh, leads to show women of impact. And they, they've turned it into a full production show. Yeah. And, um, I'll never forget the first time I went over there and I just walked in and I was like, wow, like th this, this is what dreams are made of. Mm. Like, this is what I want to do. Like they, it's nuts, man. They turned their house into multiple levels of, um, stu studio. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a t like cranes, like cranes with cameras and lights and sure. it's not like multi-million dollar setup. And like, that's, that's, that's where I'm going with ever for awesome, radio, man. man. I, I want it to be a show. I want it to be a destination. I want it to be an experience. Yeah. Um, because that's one of the things that I think you and I are in alignment with as well is we start off with our why and we start off on one platform, right? Or we start off like, all right, we're going to do coaching or we're going to do social media. And then as you grow and evolve, as I have grown and evolved, we realize that um, we're, we're kind of like limiting ourselves by sure. just trying to share our message and our vision, our why on one platform. And yeah. so over the years with, you know, with our brain, you know, ever Ford, uh, it has grown into so many different platforms and it's been amazing to like, of course you have to first stay true to that why, mm. and then just find a unique way to deliver that why and that message on that unique platform. So yeah. I'm just, honestly, I'm so excited to see where it goes. Uh, I want to go to a whole show level. Um, I was telling you earlier, just, you know, just started working when, you know, with a you know, shout out Nuncio, you know, video media guys really helping me kind of begin to bring that to life. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I just, I, I want a destination. I want an experience. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think uh, it's always, well, I think we can be our, our worst enemy sometimes, you know, where we just, we don't play small, but like sometimes we, we don't realize what you're actually capable of, right? I mean, so until you true. see somebody so else doing it, yeah. you're like, you know, it's like the the old, uh, <laughs> the story behind the five minute mile, right? It's like for many, many decades, people never thought they could run a five-minute uh, mile. They thought yeah. it would always be like 501, 502, right? You always got people telling you that this thing you're trying to achieve is impossible. Yeah, and it wasn't until someone broke that, right? They, they hit 459, and then immediately after, it was like a domino effect. Yeah. You know, like 20 people ran 459. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You know, like it was just a matter of believing that it was possible, and, and you see someone doing it at a level that you're like, yeah, that's what I want. Um, then, then all of a sudden you start to the light bulb in your brain's like, Oh man, I can do this shit. You know, it's not, it's not impossible. I get my hands on it. You yeah. know, I always tell people, look, um, if you want to achieve something, man, go, go get into that thing. Right. Like if it sounds silly, but like, you know, if you want to buy a certain house, right. Or if you want to have a certain car, man, go, go walk in a open house and like, look around, like feel it. You know what I mean? Like feel total immersion, possible, man. man. Total immersion. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that shit is real because if you just you know try to picture things in your mind but you've never stepped foot into that that goal um it's hard to like your brain literally can't fathom it yeah exactly and so there's there's, there's science to this people absolutely yeah there's definitely science to it so i would say you know with podcasting man just get connected to podcasters start to start to see what is actually possible 
um, for people just like you and me, you know, yeah. like we're, we're just people who've just decided to do something. We're not, you know, we're not Thanos, right? We're not, <laughs> <laughs> we don't control everything. Just, just uh, 90% of things. But, um, yeah, so it's like, just do that and, and you'll start to develop more, uh, you know, just real, not realistic, but you'll, you'll start to feel, uh, it happening, right? You'll start to see like, man, this is actually possible. Yeah. I can do this shit. Um, so yeah, dude, that's Absolutely, awesome, man. I love it. Crushing yeah. it. Yeah. Podcasting is the bomb. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's my favorite. Well, with a voice like that, bro, how could you not? <laughs> we should do like a dual one and be like uh, the Velvet Wolves. <laughs> yeah, sex talk with Chase and Jay. <laughs> Pour I, you a cup of strong, extra strong coffee. Make it strong. I'm getting real creepy, real fast. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Hope no, hope no kids are listening. <laughs> <laughs> 58 minutes in or whatever it is i've actually had multiple people uh comment <clears throat> excuse me comment on the podcast and my youtube sometimes like you should do an asmr <laughs> i think that is the creepiest thing in the world <laughs> it's so weird but people are just weird shit well well this is not asmr but what one of my uh <laughs> it's like secret uh i guess like fantasies we're not talking those kind of things. <laughs> I was like, people. Oh, so, oh, you know, you can keep, I need an keep adult. it on. Don't turn it off. Um, but yeah, it would be like sports talk radio, but like, oh, yeah? like the old school announcers, yeah. you know, who are like, hey, now batting number 26. Mm, uh, Johnson steps up to the plate. He's swinging. out of here. Wow. Hey, not bad. Not bad. Sports. Yeah, but I like the baseball announcers. Uh, I heard a uh, comedian, Chris Delia, talk about how baseball announcers are funny because they have the best voices, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But. They always talk about shit that's like completely unrelated to the game. Like now batting number 26, Chase Tuning. Uh, yeah, he grew up in a small farm based house with two brothers, two sisters. Oh, pop out to right field and he's out. And uh, Chase is a big fan of the movie uh, Pulp Fiction. It's like, what? the fuck are you talking about right now? Well, I mean, now? also, it's like baseball. Like, how, like, what are you just going to describe? Like, oh, he's got those yeah. seven sunflower seeds in his mouth. He just yeah. spit on one. Oh, he <laughs> took a swing. Took a swing slightly northwest, 15 degrees. Exactly. <laughs> like, but that's my dream, man, because I just <laughs> bullshit all day and talk about, you know, random facts about players and stuff. And, yeah, but I got the voice for it. Absolutely, just, man. just need the connection. Oh, shit. Some, some shenanigans going on upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, no. Did they just import another rug? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Beautiful. But uh, yeah, man, it's been it's been awesome like being back home here for a little while and yeah, uh, connecting with you again. Um, I gotta get out to the West Coast, man. We gotta do this on in LA. Come out anytime, man. Absolutely. I might I might be coming out uh, sooner than later. Just to, my my in laws are scheduled to go out there in um, September. Okay, so we might do another family trip out there because we got friends and family out there. So yeah, we need to we need Very to scoot cool. out there, man. Yeah, do some podcasting on the West Coast. Absolutely, man. It's a good community out there for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, well, at least for my episode, for my show, at least uh, we have one final question. Sweet, uh, and let's do it. Actually, I don't know if I started integrating this yet when you were on first, but our show, Ever yeah. Forward. You know, what does it mean to you? How, how does how does Josiah Novak live a life Ever Forward? Oh man, that's a great one. Um, I think you know, waking up every day with just the the mindset that you know the only person i'm competing against is myself man um i know like and i'm speaking of the the podcaster again kind of in the theme of today um you know or anyone who's just starting a, a process right uh, it's so easy man and, and i once again i just raised my hand to speak from experience but it's so so easy to fall victim to comparing your behind the scenes bloopers to someone's highlight reel man uh, someone's sports center top 10 you know and I think in today's world, we're surrounded by 
the opportunity to compare, whether it's the news, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook. And, you know, one of the things that uh, drives me forward is knowing that if I'm getting better, that's all that matters, right? Um, if I'm better than the guy I was yesterday in certain areas of my life, if I confront, you know, the flaws or the things I want to improve and I work on that and not give a shit what anybody else is doing, man, like life is going to take care of itself. Cause that's really all it is, man. Like, I mean, life is just comes down to you being willing to confront the things that you want to get better at and, and working on that. Right. Cause that's going to improve your life. That's going to improve the people in your life. Um, and you're going to, you're going to push the needle forward, man. Like, and that's really the only, the only mindset hack that I try to live by every day is just be better than I was yesterday, man. Um, and you really can't fail at that point. I love it. Yeah. love it, man. Yeah. What about, do you have any final questions? So on my show, um, we, we talk about favorite sex position. I don't know if you, <laughs> uh, I listened to your show and I happen to know for a fact that's not true. No, we, uh, <laughs> so no, no, we're starting it now. I always, well, recently I, First I've gotten all, away from having a, a question, but, um, I, I do have a question for you, man. Like, okay. what, what is your last, cause we're coming to the last stretch of 2019. It's the last quarter of the year. Um, what are, what's like a big thing? And actually this used to be my question, but what's one thing that you haven't done yet this year that you know you want to accomplish, but you're going to nail it by the end of the year. Uh, I had something in mind, but then you said by the end of the year, I'm like, mm. um, <laughs> Ooh, putting the pressure on, uh, I'll say it was something I might be cheating on your answer here or your question. Um, something I've sort of kind of already begun to implement, but I know has much more room for growth is, um, yeah, I mean, kind of along, along the lines of what we've been talking about here is like the podcast community is, it has been such a tremendous value add to me personally. It has made me better. It has opened up doors and opportunities and I've built amazing, like, I don't even know if you and I would ever have become friends no. if it wasn't for the podcasting world, but, um, I recognize the power and I've recognized the value it has given me and the opportunities it has given sure. me. So I just want to pay that forward. So I just launched my free, like ultimate beginner's guide, one Oh one online Academy. Kind awesome, of thing, man. Operation podcast. And I, I really, that's a start. And by the end of the year to really answer your question is I want that to be the, the best online community in the world. I, I awesome. for, like if, if you're trying to start a podcast or just connect with other people, trying to find a guest, maybe a co-host. Sure. Even like big vision is to align shows with potential sponsors, like just to make it a one-stop shop, um, and to just hopefully help people avoid. I mean, cause I don't know about you, man, but I spent months researching like how to podcast, oh, yeah. why to do it, mic editing, all that shit. But um, I, I just. It has made such an impact in my life, and I believe it can impact others. And so, with Operation Podcast, we got the free course out now. Oh, beautiful! Uh, and I, I want to go you know, just I'm, when we get back to LA next week. I'm filming the next course um, to just go in depth to really everything we've been talking about here: relationship building, how to have a value add when you reach out to somebody, ask to come on your show, or you know, best techniques and just sure. um, how to use it to get better personally, but also potentially you know to monetize your message and to turn it into a business. Go from passion to profession, kind of thing. I love it, um, man. And it's just, uh, I mean, and uh, you, I mean, thanks again. Shout out you and Cody McBroom and uh, yeah. Mitch Harb and Jonathan Frederick Our and a peeps. lot of other people. I've been sharing, kind of like beta testing this with, have been really invaluable feedback. So thank you, man. Uh, and I'm, I really hope that anybody interested, you know, wants to just take action. And I've created a free community for you to do that. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, and you'll you'll crush it because you take this very seriously. You're extremely professional, um, and I have no doubt that 
I mean, I, I learned stuff from just, you know, seeing how you do things. So, yeah, dude, that, I mean, anybody who's listening who's got a podcast idea or has just started or is in the midst of it and not seeing the results you want or just, man, if you just want to be a part of a good community, I mean, that's that's the place to, to be, man. That's Thanks, awesome. man. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah. And if I'm not at that level yet where I want it to be, I, I, another great resource. I don't know if you listen to this, but you know, we both host on Libsyn. Yeah. Shout out Libsyn. Libsyn.com. Amazing. Um, they actually have a podcast. Do you know mm, about their show? It's no. called The Feed. No. If you're listening right now and you want to get better at podcasting, yeah. I never miss an episode. They put out two to three a month, I think. Oh, wow. It's called The Feed by Libsyn, and it's a podcast for podcasters. And wow. it's put on by the people who basically run Libsyn. Sweet. And like all things industry-related, mic reviews, editing, like changes like in the audience, Apple Podcasts, updates, Spotify, all that shit. Um, it, it's Honestly, I think it's been a great way for me to get better at my craft. And so like, I just want to kind of, again, just pay it forward and do the same thing for others. Sick, man. Cool, brother. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I'll have all your information listed down on my show notes. As Likewise. Cool. I've been liking this this kind of like dual <laughs> yeah, it's just dope, thing. Dude. But, uh, I'm definitely uh, – I'll come out to the West Coast. We'll do it again. Anytime, man. Run it back. We'll do, we'll do it standing up in uh, in my like outdoor gym, and we'll like make it fitness-oriented. Yeah. We'll Talk just... about weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, brother. Well, cool, man. All right, Sweet, brother. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.